Hi, and welcome to Idaho Business Out Loud. I'm Liz Harbauer, and this episode is going to be on public transit, topic on many people's minds, especially here in the Treasure Valley. So for that, I'm going to talk to Katie Justice, the Mobility Collaborative Program Director at Valley Regional Transit. Katie is heading up a very fascinating program called City Go, and I'm excited to share about that with you today. But first, we're going to get a little update on what's new at Idaho Business Review with Special Sections Editor Rebecca Palmer. Hi, Liz. Uh, thank you for having me on today. Um, first off, I'd just like to congratulate all of the Women of the Year for 2020. We just announced the name of the 50 women on Friday, so I encourage you all to go to IdahoBusinessReview.com and read that article. We will be announcing one Woman of the Year at the Big Gala on March 11th, and at that gala we'll also be celebrating the past, present, and future of women leadership in Idaho. So I look forward to seeing you all there. Side note, men are invited as well. <laughs> and <laughs> Of course. And uh, while you have awards on your mind, um, I also want to let you know that the nominations for CEO of Influence for 2020 have just opened. So if there's an impressive leader that you know from your life or from your career who is really worthy of recognition, you know, we honor everybody from, you know, CEOs of 500 million plus companies to CEOs of you know, 10 or fewer employees, um, nonprofits, public sector, everywhere in between. Um, so I would love to see those nominations. Um, if you have any questions, give me a call or send me an email. All that information is online. Thank you. Thanks, Rebecca. So yeah, let's get on it and start nominating some awesome people for the awards. All right, so now I'm going to head over to CityGo to talk with Katie. Well, hi, Katie. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us. I am really excited to learn about the CityGo um, program that's starting here in Boise and your thoughts on transportation in general. Um, so can you start us off by telling us about the CityGo program and the options that it provides to businesses and individuals? Yes, definitely. Um, so CityGo is a brand new all-inclusive uh, membership association for downtown Boise specifically um, that deals with mobility needs, um, transportation, parking, parking, um, kind of the gamut. It's providing for the first time an efficient multimodal program um, that helps people commute in, out, and around downtown Boise with the goal of reducing congestion, improving air quality, and um, increasing economic um, vitality in downtown Boise. So CityGo does provide memberships for businesses, for developers, and for individuals. And one of the first major initiatives uh, that come from this is a multimodal transportation benefit packages. Um, we call it the CityGo Wallet. Um, and this is really the first time where businesses, individuals can find information purchase and manage those multimodal benefits. So when I say multimodal, we're talking about um, bus, van pool, car pool, um, parking with a limited scope, um, bike share, uh, biking resources, safe walking resources, um, lift transit connections, which can get you to and from your bus stop, as well as VRT late night, which is a lift program for after hours job access transportation. So to get you around in those hours that the bus isn't running. Um, so now you can find all of that in one place. So that's really exciting. Um, but beyond that, there's a lot of other interesting parts of being being a member. We'll receive expert trip reduction planning and um, help 
meet the needs or maybe the problems for your unique set of um, issues as a business. So that may mean mobility packages, but that may mean creating a parking cash out program where people you can incentivize people not to park because your parking resources are strained or a daily parking program. And so there's a lot of different things that we can do to help businesses with their commuting need and help provide benefits for their employees. Further, um, it's a platform for the downtown community for the first time. Everyone can be involved um, and help guide the direction of um, sustainable strategies and growth management when it comes to our transportation sector. Um, CityGo ASA Membership Association will be very much guided by the voices of our members. Um, so it's not just a public agency saying this is what we're going to do. It's not just um, one particular group deciding on that. It's really a collaborative effort to figure out what's going to be the best options for our unique needs in downtown Boise. That's really cool. Um, now when you say downtown Boise, just sort of to clarify, what, how far out from you know the, the downtown does this extend? So, well, it's, that's a tricky question because technically um, we cover the downtown Boise planning area. So we go Boise State around Ann Morrison, Whitewater, state broadway roughly but when you talk transportation transportation's fluid right you have mm -hmm. people coming from caldwell and from star and from cuna and from meridian into boise downtown boise or you have residents of downtown that may be commuting out for whatever reason and so while the core of it we're focusing on trips that touch downtown one way or another we're really talking about transportation availability throughout the valley Oh, wow, that's cool. So to kind of back up to something you touched on um, immediately is what were the problems that you um, set out to solve when you created this program? Can you flesh those out a little bit? Yeah, so CityGo was initiated as a collaboration um, to bring public and private partners together to address the goal or the problem of single occupancy vehicle use in downtown Boise. So the major overarching goal of everything we do is to reduce that drive alone rates mm -hmm. um, and so in the beginning the city of Boise Capital City Development Corporation Valley Regional Transit Boise State and Ada County Highway District commuter ride came together um, to start this um, and grow it so that we could work on that goal um, right now maybe the problem doesn't seem all that big right we if you commute in maybe from Canyon County, your commutes may be 60 to 70 minutes. It's not great, but it's not so <laughs> terrible that you don't do it. We just gripe about it a little bit. Same with parking. Um, you may have to drive down around a little bit, but usually you can find parking. So we're starting to see strain, but it's not to its breaking point yet. However, we all know Boise's growing very rapidly. Um, we see it every day. We see it in our housing market, our transportation system, our the workforce, etc. Um, it's, it's very evident and that's going to have pretty serious impacts. So it's estimated um, in 20 years from now, by 2040, that we will have an additional 20,000 workers in downtown Boise. Um, and the population growth, it'll equate to about 200,000 wow. more vehicle trips every day on our roadways. 
Um, that's a lot of cars. That's a lot of trips. That's a lot more congestion. So it's not bad now, but it's going to get worse. And if we don't do anything to mitigate that, um, we're going to see really terrible congestion, really bad parking strains, greater wear and tear, higher maintenance costs, etc. Um, that just aren't going to make our city more livable or going to have some pretty negative effects. And so when you talk about the drive alone rate, it's well, what is the drive alone rate? Um, in the city of Boise, based on the last census, the drive alone rate is 80.6%. Really? That um, <laughs> it gets better, just wait. Um, with the rest of the modes being around 20%, and that includes um, telecommuting to work as well as all the other um, shared mobility options. Um, but we recently, we partnered with the Idaho Policy Institute and we did actual mode counts downtown. Um, so we were on the side of the road counting single occupancy vehicles um, in the last month. And what we found was that the drive alone rate coming into downtown is actually 90 to 91%. So what that equates to is about 39,000 vehicles coming into downtown every day um, already. And then that'll get even worse as we grow. So shifting towards more sustainable options is good now, but it's going to be a necessity as we go further. So that's what we're looking to do. That's awesome. It's like a preemptive step before the problem gets even worse. Yes. Yeah. And the cool, actually, the really cool thing, I'm glad you mentioned that, is that um, a lot of cities don't create such associations or really start to look to solve the problem till they hit that breaking point. Um, a lot of metro cores see an economic downturn because because of parking issues, because of congestion. It gets to the point where that downtown area is no longer desirable for employers. It's no longer um, desirable. People don't want to go to shop there or whatnot because parking's terrible, congestion's bad, and so people want to avoid it. The mm -hmm. city, well, the city's city go, um, and all of our partners is looking to get something put into place before the problem gets there so that hopefully, unlike other cities, we don't see that problem get as, as bad that it really actually hurts our city center. Yeah, that's interesting. I know like just talking to people that are thinking of moving here, the question that I hear a lot is like, but does Boise have public transit? <laughs> like that's something that people look for, especially mm -hmm. if they want to be downtown. Definitely, that's definitely. Great. Um, in, in your opinion, what further steps does Treasure Valley need to take to um, build an even better system? I mean, CityGo is obviously like that that step that you're taking. Are there others that we can uh, start discussing and looking forward to? I think definitely. I think a lot of it, and this goes for CityGo and this goes for public transportation in general, is greater buy-in. Um, know that we are we are all part of the problem right any one of us we get in our vehicle we drive we're part of that congestion um we're part of the issue and does that mean we should all get rid of our cars no um but to think about what else we can do um idaho is i think now the only it may be there may be one other state so don't quote me on that but one of the one or two states that does not have dedicated public transportation funding and so what that means for us is that our system is significantly underfunded compared to other cities our size, which means 
less frequency, less distance covered, etc. Um, and that's likely not going to change. I don't foresee, at least in the next few years, us getting dedicated funding passed. And so to build our system, it, it really comes down to a locally grown effort, having greater buy-in from the private sector, from businesses, um, from our business community, and just individuals in our community to work towards and want to have better options. It's going to come at a little bit of a cost to us, but we have to be that solution if we want it. So where does your funding come from? So it will come from a lot of different sources. For our first two years, those five partners that I mentioned, um, City of Boise, CCDC, Valley Regional Transit, Boise State and ACHG Commuter Ride all put in funding for mm -hmm. the first two years to get this up and going and sustainable. Um, going forward, we will have funding from membership fees um, as well as we'll br work to bring in grants and other funding sources, but it's definitely going to be a lot of funding streams coming from several different methods. That's interesting because it means that when businesses and individuals, you know, buy the memberships, they are not just contributing to solving the problem through their actions, but through the funding. Correct. Yeah, they're helping. They're helping solve the problem for the for the greater community and making sure that we can stay afloat to be able to help provide the solutions. Do you feel like um, this program could become kind of an example for other Idaho cities to adopt? I definitely, I definitely think it is. Um, Part of the reason we started in downtown Boise is that's where we are the most dense, right? And that's mm -hmm. where the most options are now. Um, but it's definitely a strategy that can be utilized in other cities and can grow, whether it's grown uniquely with several different entities or we grow out to cover other areas. I think that we make it easier, right? It's really all, it, we're not providing the service, we're making um, all the services easier for people to access, more seamless, easy to get around, and that's something that everyone anywhere can benefit from. Absolutely, yeah. It would be interesting to see this program expand out to, um, you know, Canyon County and stuff, and all throughout Idaho. Stay tuned, one day. <laughs> um, speaking of the future, what changes do you foresee in Treasure Valley in 2020? I mean, you can take that in any context of growth, transportation, just what are your thoughts looking ahead? You know, I think 2020 is so soon. Um, it's not too <laughs> far in the future. But I think, I mean, we're going to keep seeing the strain of growth. Um, we see it in our housing market. We see it in the transportation sector. Um, those are just going to become more and more evident. Um, and so hopefully that helps bring the conversation to better solutions um, and better growth management strategies. Um, in 2020, you're going to see a new CityGo Mobility app, which we're really excited about, um, where for the first time you'll be able to kind of purchase and manage your, your transportation fares and passes um, in one app, so you can really just get around oh, via really one app on your phone. Um, so our first phase of that is going to come out in... I'm going to say July, August time period. Um, and that should be, that should make it even easier for people 
to choose an option besides just their car. Um, so how does an individual get started on this? Like, how do they manage those different options? Um, if you were to walk someone through starting off with CityGo and jumping into the world of public transit here in Boise, uh, what would you tell them? Um, so we've made it pretty easy. Uh, we, you go to our website, citygoboise.com, um, and there's a how to join page for individuals. You go in, you can sign up and pay for your, mem- your annual membership on there. For an individual, it's $50 a year, which really you can save about a hundred dollars a month on some of the packages so that pays for itself really in the first one to two months once you have purchased your membership you have access to where you can buy those different transportation wallets directly through the website mm-hmm. um, again trying to make it as easy as possible you can either pick them up at Main Street Station downtown or we'll actually deliver them within the downtown area Um, And then once you have that, you can go ahead and ride. Um, We have resources on our website, too, of all the different modes. So maybe if you haven't ridden before, um, you can figure out where your bus stop is, what times they go, what is the best option, what's available where you are, and really find all that information on all the modes in one spot. Um, So to sum up for our listeners and readers, um, what's the final thought you want to leave them with about the transportation, I, I don't want to say crisis, but possible transportation crisis and what they can do about it um, before it goes full force, you know? I think to think that we are, we are the problem and we are the solution. So each one of us can make a choice um, to leave our car at home some days, even if it's just one day a week. but. Um, don't just automatically jump in your car. Think about other ways to do it and think about how you can make a more um, alternative transportation friendly work environment as well. How do we build that culture um, where that's an easy choice for people to make? So mm-hmm. to just think about that a little more. And that's a step businesses can do even more than individuals is make those options accessible to their employees. Yes, right? to make it not only just make it accessible, but to um, really build the culture around it, right? So if you decide to bike to work and you work someplace that doesn't have bike lockers and doesn't have showers and doesn't promote it, then if you've never biked to work, like you don't feel as comfortable. If those facilities are available or fix-it stations, then you're more likely to say, oh yeah, I can bike to work too. Um, same with public transit. If you know you have that leeway, if your bus is a little bit late, that that's okay um, and you promote those things internally, that where we work, we spend so much of our time that that Mm -hmm. culture is important and that culture can definitely influence our commute options and how we commute. That's very true. Well, thank you for your time, Katie. Thank you. I'm excited to see how, you know, this makes an impact on Treasure Valley. Thanks for having me today.